Welcome to Thoughts of a Veteran Christian Mental Health Dude. I am your host, Rich Watson. Happy New Year. I hope you all had an absolutely amazing holiday season that you were able to get some downtime, enjoy some time with uh, those close to you, find some connection with God and so much more. Now, as we officially have kicked off 2023, as of today, I am recording this on New Year's Day, uh, the subject of New Year's resolutions comes to mind. Now, to be honest, to be clear, I have not always been a fan of this concept, primarily because I think to myself, why wait until one specific day or time? Uh, yet for some reason this year, I find myself looking at a few main goals I want to accomplish. And so I'm actually on the New Year's resolution bandwagon this year. And I'm going to share with you my goals later towards the end of the episode, because I want to be vulnerable and let you hear what me and my bride are trying to do together this year. Uh, but I want to discuss setting goals and how that can help your mental health going forward. Now, first to know is that goals should represent the things that you want the most in life, and those should be connected to your overall values. The important thing to remember about setting and creating goals for yourself is that having a plan of how you're going to get there, asking yourself, how am I going to accomplish this goal? Having big resolution and plans for yourself is a great thing, but try to create small achievable objectives in between now and whatever that big goal is that will get you closer to reaching that goal. Make a small timeline of steps to complete that will get you there. And when you achieve your goals, it can make you feel proud of yourself. It can boost your self-esteem. Setting and working on goals can do amazing things for your mental health. They can add happiness to your life and alleviate some of the struggles you may be going through. Some benefits, again, of completing goals are to provide that sense of direction, to help you be accountable, to shed light on a sense of self. So when you're setting goals, it is important to know yourself and to know your limitations. If you fail to consider aspects that could be limiting, then you are potentially damaging any chance of completing that goal. And you might be, in fact, setting yourself up for failure. So with that in mind, here's a few tips I always try to consider for myself when I'm setting goals. The first one is know yourself. Be honest about your ability to do something. If you know that in the past you haven't been good at something, be realistic about your goal. Avoid having daily goals for things that you haven't even done before and start small, which is the next point, which is having small objectives. Take a look at what you've got around you and start by making smaller changes in your lifestyle instead of being so extreme and trying to eliminate extreme activity or add in activity you've never done before. Try to slowly offer yourself options and alternatives that can help you meet these goals. Broad goals need to be focused on, so try to integrate something that you can do in your daily life to help you achieve those. So the third thing, first one, know yourself. Second one, small objectives. Third one is have an accountability team. People like to feel supported by their, their friends and their family, and it encourages them to succeed. So try to find a trusted individual to help offer you support and hold you accountable in your journey to achieving your goals. Having an accountability part is one of the best ways to stay on track with your goal. And the last one in this section here is to have healthy expectations. Having those healthy expectations uh, can give you control over your goals and the outcomes, uh, especially when it comes to any outside circumstances. This is things such as, you know, if you're moving, if you have a birth in the family, a death in the family, even weather can disrupt your goals. Uh, and heck, as we've seen in the last couple of years, a, a pandemic. So try to be accepting and forgiving to yourself and know that any progress is good progress. So if you had a goal to do something five times a week and you only do it four times, that's still an achievement worth celebrating because you did it four times versus none. 
Remember, you can keep building on those small accomplishments. So setting healthy expectations. So four quick things and tips to help consider. Know yourself, focus on small objectives, have an accountability team, and set healthy expectations. And with those tips in mind, I'm a very big proponent of setting what most of us know as SMART goals. And SMART, of course, as most of us are aware, is an acronym, and it's got a whole lot of variations. But here's the one I like to use when it comes to goal setting. SMART, be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. So specific goals, the S, specific goals are goals that have um, that are very specific. They have a significantly greater chance of being accomplished. To make a goal specific, we often look at the five W questions, the who, what, where, when, and why. Who's involved in this goal? What do I want to accomplish? Where is this goal to be achieved? When do I want to achieve this goal by? And why do I want to achieve this goal? Now, for example, a general goal would be I want to get in shape. A more specific goal would be I want to obtain a gym membership at my local community center and work out four days a week to be healthier. That answers all of those five W's and makes that goal statement very specific. The M, measurable. A SMART goal, a goal must have criteria for measuring progress. If there are no criteria, you will not be able to determine your progress and if you're on track to reach your goal. To make a goal measurable, just ask yourself these things. How many or how much of this thing do I want to accomplish? How do I know if I have reached my goal? And what is my indicator of progress? Now, for example, building on the goal above, I want to obtain a gym membership at my local community center and work out four days a week. The measurable part could be Every week, I'm going to aim to lose X amount of pounds. Or every week, I'm going to work out for 60 minutes for four days. What is measurable? Usually, it is some sort of number attached to it, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. Now, the A in the SMART goal is attainable. A SMART goal must be attainable. Other versions have used the word achievable. I think those words are, are interchangeable. Uh, but this will help you figure out ways you can realize that the goal and, and work the figure out ways you can realize the goal and work towards it. The achievability of the goal should be stretched to make you feel challenged, but also enough that you can actually meet it. So a goal has to be attainable in the sense that can you do it? But if it's something you do every day, for example, if you already run three miles a day and your goal is to continue to run three miles a day, you're not stretching yourself. So you have to do those things that make it a little bit of a stretch, but also make it so attainable. And a couple of questions to ask is, do I have the resources and capabilities to achieve this goal? If not, what am I missing? And have there been others that have done it successfully before me that I can learn from? Now, the R for SMART goals, this is relevant. Now, this is a toss-up often you see between realistic and relevant when you look at different SMART goals. I like to use the term relevant, meaning the goal needs to matter to you. It needs to have significance to you, or otherwise, it can be easily discarded. Based off of one of our previous episodes, I would reiterate that it needs to connect to your values. Having the same goal as everyone else, if it doesn't actually speak to you, means that you have somebody else's goal. When setting a goal, ask yourself, what does this goal mean to me and how is it relevant to my values and my life? Now, T, uh, I've heard time bound. I usually go with timely. A smart goal must be timely in that it has a start and a finish date. If the goal is not time constrained, there'll be no sense of urgency and therefore less motivation to achieve the goal. So ask yourself, does my goal have a deadline? When do I want to achieve this goal by? 
again, building on the goal we said earlier on August 1st, I'm going to attend. Well, let's use the new year. On the 5th of January, I'm going to obtain a gym membership at my local community center. In order to be healthier, I will work out four days a week. Every week, I'll aim to lose one pound of body fat. By the end of January, I will have realized my goal if I lose X amount of pounds over the course of that month. So you start to set those milestones, those time-bound things. And it can be one month. I like the 30, 60, 90 check-ins. So one month, two month, three month, uh, whatever that looks like to you. So again, the SMART goals, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, timely. As we take time to set goals and set ourselves up for success in 2023, hopefully some of what was mentioned here will be of use to you. In full vulnerability, I want to share with you the goals my wife and I are setting. Something we don't typically do, but the goals that we're setting for this coming year. We recently heard a Sunday school lesson about being yoked with Christ and also being yoked in marriage. That got my wheels turning. I realized that I had some work to do in both of those areas. However, our Sunday school teacher made a joke about also being yoked physically. And to be fair, he's in great shape and he kind of did his little flex thing. It was awesome. Uh, But he made a joke about being yoked physically. And then it dawned on me. I want to, in 2023, be yoked. I want to be physically yoked taking the time to eat healthier and focus on my physical fitness. I want to be spiritually yoked, taking time to make sure my relationship with the savior is where it should be. I want to be maritally yoked, meaning together side by side with my bride, working towards a better marriage and relationship. And lastly, I want her and I as a couple to be financially yoked, ensuring the money we make is being used in the best way possible, invest in savings, spending wisely, et cetera. So there it is. For me, my goal in 2023 is to be yoked. Now, as we are fully vested into 2023, because we are at the first of the year, uh, make sure you are intentional about your goals for this year. Know yourself, have an accountability team, make your goals smart in nature. And if you feel so inclined, join my wife and I and get yoked for 2023. Rich out.